Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cup of Three. We are so excited to be bringing you a very special episode today. Uh, my name is Ashley. I'm always joined, of course, by my co-hosts, Igu and Babel. Today, we are joined by fellow Married at First Sight fan, super fan, I might say, and fellow podcaster, YouTuber, Gabriella Elizabeth Marie. So she has a YouTube channel called Reality TV Reviews, in which she covers Married at First Sight too. Yeah, like we're automatically best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so Gabby is an actress, a podcaster, and like I said, a, a common fan. So Gabby, welcome. We are very excited to have you. Thank you. Hi, loves. <laughs> Hi. Welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. I know we said this before, but best Christmas tree in the background. Just okay. for real. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. So today we want to talk about um, we're kind of in, in between between seasons 11 and 12 Married at First Sight. We've seen a little bit of the teasers and the promos for season 12, but uh, we're not quite there yet. And so in the in between, because we now know what happened in season 11 and we can follow up on the couples and see what they're up to on social media, we kind of want to do a where are they now kind of thing and see you know, who's, who seems to be vibing, who's, you know, active on social media, see what's going on. Um, so we're just going to talk about the couples, talk about everybody who's involved in that and uh, yeah, just kind of see how they're doing. So I would love to start with Amani and Woody, um, America's yeah. like new Beyonce and Jay-Z, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that feels sacrilegious yeah. to say, cause I'm a huge I'm sorry. We're just joking. The beehive is on it now. Um, That's funny. Yeah. So, what have you guys seen about like Amani and Woody since the reunion and Decision Day stuff? They're just killing it. So, Amani and Woody are all over social media, posting all the time, whether it's Woody's birthday or, or food or out to um, have like, parties together, celebrating, every, or even just like the great outfits they always have. I'm just like, please teach me your ways. <laughs> They have some pretty cool styles. They're just out, like, really just growing their fan base because America loves them right now. Definitely. Absolutely. I'm waiting for um, their collaboration on, like, a design that will come out, like, you know, their own clothing line that will come out because Imani is such an amazing um, designer herself. I just can't wait to see what they end up creating. They're like the ultimate power couple or they have the potential to be, right? Yes. I didn't even think about that, that they would actually do really well in that. Like as, cause they're both so stylish. She has like all those Mm -hmm. like fashion design skills. Cause I kind of forgot Mm -hmm. about that. Cause the like intro we had of her, she was, she had the mannequin and was like sewing stuff on there. And she did the cross stitch of Married at First Sight. They really are such a great pairing. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. They work so well. Amani, <laughs> seriously, Amani like flies into the radar. Like so, like you see how like mod, like how humble she is about everything that she's amazing at. And then you got mm-hmm. Woody like just putting her up, like woo woo, you know, like supporting her. It's just like they give each other so much support, and it really just embodies that they're they're awesome people, and they're not you know, just like out there bragging. They're just like legit awesome in who they are. Yeah. They seem to be like, so into each other in such an authentic way. And what always struck me about them was that even when they would have some sort of like little conflict between each other, they didn't let it bother them for too long. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, they always kind of got past it and saw the bigger picture. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I just was always so blown away by that. And I think for that reason alone, their longevity, I, I can just see them going on and on. Like, I am so not worried about them. Yeah. As a couple, as man and wife, I think they're going to be like a forever couple. <laughs> they are my current relationship goals. Great. I mean, I don't know about you. Great. But yeah, <laughs> the idea that like... um you know, for example, I was doing laundry today, right? And I swear to God, I thought of Imani talking about like picking up Woody's laundry at one point and being like, oh, it's just a moment. You know, this is not something that should be big. This should not be something that turns into a huge fight. It's just I picked up, I pick up his laundry and I do his laundry and that's fine. And he does the same thing for me. You know, I had that moment today and Imani and Woody Thank you for, I didn't cause a fight. Thank you. <laughs> I, I love that you said that because it is it's like those little things, right? Where I think we've talked about this with them, where it seemed like from the start, it wasn't ever a question of like, is this the right person? Or, um, I mean, maybe that was a brief window, but they both seemed like this is the marriage. This is the only yeah. marriage from the start. And so when you're thinking 50 years from now, then you can be like, yeah, this little stuff doesn't matter as much. But like, they're also, it, it's so refreshing to actually get an example of a really great, healthy communication style and dynamic between these two, because a lot of times on the show, we, we see it not work and see what not to do, but not necessarily mm. like, oh, this is the behavior I should model in order to you know, have a better relationship. It's great you mentioned mm -hmm. that they're kind of viewing, they're thinking long-term, um, but I, I think part of something I've noticed with them as well is they make, like they have fun in the moment as well, which makes it a lot easier to get to that 50 year mark if you don't hate every single day to, to get there. And I think, like just when they do, he's constantly dancing and enjoying himself and they're having fun with the, like you mentioned the different outfits of how they're like, okay, we're all going to be a different, is it like a different seasoning or is that? Oh no, they did. So it was his 31st yeah. birthday. And so they did a Baskin Robbins theme birthday where every couple chose a different flavor that they were going to dress up in those colors. So we got like strawberry cheesecake. We got like a sherbet or something like an orange cream like it was it was very well thought out. i didn't know this was a thing yeah i'm like it. fun like why not that's mm -hmm. such a cool like the different outfit choices that came from that and just they are like you said relationship goals for sure <laughs> for sure now mm -hmm. i wonder when the spinoff is going to happen because come on married at first sight mm -hmm. you know uh, you've yeah. got something that's here cool. yeah please <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah we need a show you know, about that. up with the candles, <laughs> yeah. Or I mean, call it. <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just kind of the entire season, I kept thinking if Woody was one of the experts, that would be amazing because he was giving such great advice to each one of the contestants at the time. I mean, like he was talking to Brett about things at certain points. He was talking to Henry. I just, I was kind of blown away by how he handled the other people on the show and his friends. And then Imani as well. She, she really knows how to give some pretty solid advice mm -hmm. and be a real person and mm -hmm. be honest. Um, so I think the two of them 
Dr. Pepper, uh, Pastor Cal, you might have a little bit of competition. <laughs> Dr. Viviana, you're fine. Don't change anything. <laughs> yes. And I want your entire wardrobe. I was just going to say that. I mean, talking about wardrobe, Dr. Viviana is like someone I need to figure out. Like, I need to, you know, learn from her about fashion because she is on yeah. point with everything she puts on. She's like, when you know how when you say chefs, so... It, so my dad um, talks about like my mom's cooking that anything she touches just like delicious like she can boil water and taste good but like talk like dr viviana she can just like put on a simple jacket or something like that and she just like knows how to rock it and i'm just like can i learn how to <laughs> yeah. fashion it's like fine you? i'll teach you after the show how to properly dress fashionable it's fine as a expert myself i think will help you <laughs> As he's wearing the new sweatshirt, which looks good. He does have a new sweater on. I, I promise you I wasn't fishing for compliments. I just thought that was a joke. And I went with it. Um, I wonder, it's funny, you, you mentioned the bringing them back. I know that's a thing that like sometimes Bachelor World does, where they'll bring back um, contest participants and contestants mm -hmm. um, to like give advice to the couples and things like that. I think that could be really fun because, I mean... There's a small group of people who have experienced being matched with a stranger on national television. Like I'm sure they could give great insights to the couples. So mm -hmm. um, that could be a fun mm -hmm. thing of like, you know, like, oh, we'll have uh, Jessica and Austin give you some advice or Woody and Amani, or even like the couples that didn't have success. I mean, giving you things to look out mm -hmm. for. Um, that would yeah. be... That would be fun. That could be fun. Yeah, well, absolutely. Kinetic Content has been teasing that they're going to be releasing a lot of new, that's the company that comes up with Married at First Sight. Um, they've been like teasing that they have like five new shows or something that are supposed to be coming out in 2021. So they might not all necessarily be associated with Married at First Sight or the folks that we're familiar with in that mm -hmm. world, but but what you guys are saying would be really interesting to watch. <laughs> like, because mm -hmm. like, you know, it's, it's couples who like went through the fire to, you know, for this relationship, and, like yeah. made it work. Yeah. But it doesn't have mm -hmm. to be like an entirely new show. I think even this show, the married at first sight that we love so much, that could be uh, a fun thing to bring in of just having them mm -hmm. share insight. Mm -hmm. um, and even like, so on that same idea, so do you know how Dr. Pepper, Dr. Viviana, Pastor Cal, they're the folks who talk to the couples during the seasons and are walking through how to navigate the struggles they're in, whatever. If a previous couple were someone that jumped in and kind of were like a mini mentor, I don't know, yeah. um, mm -hmm. on the whole like, journey with them, mm -hmm. that I think would be pretty cool because if you have a couple that's going through something similar, like talk about age difference with um with like miles and karen or mm -hmm. like pay discrepancy with olivia and brett like stuff like that that's similar between couples in different seasons like that'd be interesting to be like hey maybe dr viana dr pepper pastor cal don't be the only experts that they're talking to but other couples too no i think that would be amazing to have that kind of scaffolding for the other couples yes absolutely mm -hmm. to have the support mm-hmm yeah. I wonder if sometimes when they're talking to the experts, it's a little bit like, you don't know what I'm going through right now. <laughs> you know, like you're being on, on camera constantly. That's got to feel weird for 
basically yeah. anyone <laughs> and like, you know, <laughs> having to talk about your, these really personal things constantly. Yeah. And like, you don't really have your personal space and, um, and then you have your therapy sessions recorded. <laughs> like I could see that being hard to get, um, like relate to your counselor. Yeah. Definitely yeah. not saying not mm-hmm. have experts though, because like, let's be honest. Like <laughs> I've had advice from friends that like, I've been through this and then they give you advice and you're like, Oh, you have no idea. Like, yeah, you went through it, but you're still, mm-hmm. you learn nothing from this. Like, you know, like I, I don't know if I'd want to take relationship advice just because they've been through it, but just having that in addition to the experts would be really cool. So, um, yeah. all right. Speaking mm-hmm. of, um, okay, there's no way I was trying to think of a smooth way to get Olivia into this. I got nothing. Uh, but she could be an expert too. I think she's got some pretty sound advice. Of what to avoid. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh, I mean, wow. she's gone through some stuff on the show. So, um, but yeah. it's been really fun seeing um, her connect with the other contestants and um, from the show uh, and the whole uh, Olivia slash Henry ship that's happening here. I enjoy quite a bit. <laughs> oh, what do you think about that, Gabby? What do you think about Olivia and Henry as a couple? Okay, so from the very beginning of the season, I wanted them to be a couple so badly. Ooh. I don't oh, know if really? you felt the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I just, I thought they were both kind of quiet and sweet and something about their vibe I thought would be very calming for each other. Um, I just thought they would both get each other very nicely. So it pained me to see the season go on and see them both kind of go in their own little tragic ways. Um, And just, you know, it could have been different. I don't know, Dr. Pepper, if Henry had a cat, maybe it could have been different. But um, yeah, so we've seen them hang out. Yes, we have several times. Mm -hmm. And it seems as though Henry's bestie, Kristen, is in big approval of Miss Mm -hmm. Olivia. So that's always a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) I'm curious to know what your thoughts are on Henry um, and Kristen, their dynamic. I'm just putting it out there to the crowd. So Kristen, the friend who looks like, what's the actress, Kate Bacon? Oh, she does look like Kate Beckinsale a, a yeah. little bit. Mm-hmm. Like I, that was, that was like where my mind went when we first saw her on the season, and then I saw the memes, and I was like, okay, I'm not the only one who sees this. <laughs> um, so during we had a in a previous conversation with Doctor Ali, plug on old episodes, um, but <laughs> she she brought up a really good point of that could be potentially intimidating. She thought that was like an intimidating factor for um, Henry and Christina, which I could definitely see that being potentially intimidating. And just the scene where there were like the three girls talking to Christina and like it was, it felt like, you know, like in the middle of a wedding where everyone's heavily tipsy and they're trying to have deep conversations. And it's like, I don't know if you're, sober enough to really talk about this well that scene felt very much like that but um i really like 
how close they are and um and you can really tell just through his friendships that he is one of those people who if you're on his side like if you're one of his people he will like he's always there for you and i think that's a great sign so um hopefully people aren't intimidated by that because i i argue i would like to argue that it's actually a good thing that he has friends like that gives me kind of mama bear vibes a little bit with Henry to um, speak specifically about like Christina and Henry's when marriage and their wedding, she almost, it felt like they, because she didn't improve of her completely, that like was doomed to fail off the bat. Um, and now almost like vice versa, she really likes Olivia. So she's like, all right, Henry, if you want to date her, cool, good with me. And I get that, like, hey, friends are there to like also help you see the reality of it. Is this partner really mm-hmm. good for you? Um, but I kind of wonder like if it's maybe a little too much between, um, between, you know, Henry and Kristen. So I don't know. I, I like, I think it'd be, I'd rather have somebody like that cares too much as a friend, you know, than, than not care at all. But, um, and then like, I just think that they also have just a really strong, almost like siblings vibe, like to where they're just like so close and they're able to talk about almost anything it seems like from my perspective. And they've yeah. had so many years together. They've had diff- different like ups and downs in their own personal lives and they help each other out. So it just like, seems like they're super close. I don't think that I ever call them like, dating i don't i just don't see them like that well they did before right yeah. like they went on a date or something well, they did. am i misremembering that i think that's how they yeah. met right oh is it i believe that's how they met i think mm-hmm. she mentioned they like went on one date and it was weird and then they just like kept hanging out as friends or something mm-hmm. like that um yes i get the feeling from them yeah ha- have you guys watched the show parks and rec a little bit. A little bit? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, this might just be for like the random listeners who have watched this, but it reminded me a lot of um, like the the main character, Leslie Nope. Um, like her boss is Ron Swanson, the guy with the mustache, right? And like they have like a very close working relationship and as well as friendship. And Ron was like single for a very long time. And then he ends up um, getting married and basically like their connection was actually threatening to the his new wife and the way that that whole i'm explaining this really badly but the way that whole episode played out made me think a lot about that dynamic because it's kind of like i see it as two people who are really close who just like for whatever reason that just the romantic aspect of their relationship isn't there so that's just like a really really close friendship but then if each of those people individually isn't in a partnership outside of that friendship, then I think that gets extra solidified because like when you're single, you got a little bit more free time. Like you got, you know, like that's kind of your go-to person. So like, I think that's kind of the feeling I get from Henry and Kristen. And so I could 100% see that being threatening to like a new partner to either of them. But I think that over time, if like Henry were to start dating someone, maybe Olivia, um, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> that as they were to grow closer and progress in their relationship, then Henry's relationship to Kristen would shift. And that would be a a thing to kind of address and um, just it, it would change. And I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, but I it could definitely be an obstacle, I think. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah. I mean, 
I do wonder about that. And just speaking from personal experience, I think um, I've had a friend like that. Um, my partner's had a friend like that. And the dynamic does shift. Um, I wouldn't say that either one of these people was ever seen as a threat in each of our lives. Um, but you do notice that, you know, your priority, your priorities shift and your um, attention will shift. And um, those people are still very much in each and every, you know, both of our lives at this point. But um, it's changed. It's mellowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has. Um, and I would I would think that eventually with the right person, um, you know, Henry would find a way to work that dynamic with the three of them, you know, with Henry, Kristen and whoever he mm-hmm. would be with. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would eventually work. You know, they kind of become like mm-hmm. this big extended family. Um, and that would be the healthiest of situations. I hope that he's able to mm-hmm. do that eventually. Yeah. I mean, kind of like what Miles, Karen, Woody, and Amani have now, right? Like if right. both the partners come together and now they are a big group of four that just like are inseparable, like that's the best of both worlds, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Quick Absolutely. question, because I find this very interesting. Now, I feel like we've hopped in something very interesting. So this friendship, you, this friend, was, you were dating them at one point and then it turned into a friendship? And the same with your partner? Um, I met this person through uh, dating, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it, we just right away became friends, though. Sure. It was that sort of a situation. Gotcha. So you can relate to this real yeah. hard. You can tell us all about oh, this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am. Th- I'm Henry. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, yeah. And, you know, I can't, for my partner, I can't quite know exactly what the origin was of his relationship with this other person, but I know they've been friends for forever and ever. Um, and I've never felt felt threatened by it, but I have noticed that through the years, um, you know, things have shifted. Like there aren't as many text messages coming in or I just, things change. Yeah. I, I, so as a person who's, I've, I think there's a lot of interesting things here in terms of the whole can guys and girls be friends dynamic. I think that's one thing of like with Henry in particular, um, if you're with a person who like some people are adamant that their partner can't have friends of the opposite sex. And I think that, Mm -hmm. you know, like if you're one of those people who have that thought process, then automatically Henry having multiple friends that are girls is going to be an issue. But the other part of that of someone that you someone that they were dating so like i mean i've never had that situation before but i've had friends i have friends that are girls and i think in the past um it wasn't a problem because we never dated like there was never that was never even on the table but if you have dated the person in the past like it's i could see the partner being naturally concerned because because it you know you can't say that there's no attraction there if you went on a date with them at at some point there was a level of attraction there and being secure in your relationship and not being threatened by that i think that takes a lot and i don't know if everyone is able to do that you know i, I think that's mm-hmm. a, a interesting conversation 
Um, Because on a personal note, so my boyfriend now is still friends with one of his exes. And at first I was like, oh, I don't like that at all. (laughs) (laughs) But then like it took me a little bit to like it it just really conversations with him to reassure me that nothing is there anymore. They um, are just friends now. Like they like through dating, like realize like this, like there was no real like real attraction there to want to pursue a serious relationship mm-hmm. like um even though they you know dated for for like a few months it's still like that doesn't mean that they ever really wanted to truly like be in a serious relationship with another so it was like it took conversations between me and him to be like mm-hmm. okay like uh mm-hmm. thanks for the reassurance i understand that like okay there's nothing there yeah. anymore like i'm totally like i understand like like you know, I'm the person that he wants to be with, kind of thing. Right. And it can just take time yeah. to build that security, sure. I think. Mm-hmm. But like back to the original question about like Henry and <laughs> Olivia. I'm sorry, because I have one last thing I'm really interested in about this. <laughs> is I I think the whole concept of being on married at first sight, a marriage not working out and then entering into the dating field mm-hmm. afterwards, I think is very interesting. And obviously a lot of folks have gone through that process. And it's, it sounds like there's a lot of like, contractual things about what they're allowed to talk about what they're not allowed to talk about. And I could understand that, like, both Olivia and Henry, like they can talk about stuff because they both went through the same thing. They can't tell other people about it, but like they can both relate on this very deep level to this crazy thing that they went through. They went, they know the other couples and all the tea that we're never going to hear about through that. (laughs) Like, like that must be like just the, I could, I understand why people want to like continue being friends after the mm-hmm. show, even if they don't stay in a marriage, because like they've gone through this thing that like they can kind of only talk about with this group of people. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like the Southern gentleman and Southern lady, like they have it. Like he is, he gives mm-hmm. off strong Southern gentleman vibe. And I think she is very, um, in some areas, she's not tradi- like she's a she's a mixture like everyone like she has traditional beliefs in one area and then more nuance and liberal beliefs in others. But I think they have that could be a, a thing that they have going for them, and they both seem to enjoy going out and um, you know experiencing things together. Like I could really see it happening. Um, I, the only hindrance to that would maybe be i don't know if they are the the financial conversations that happened i don't i clearly don't know his pockets so but i think it's probably safe to assume he's not financially at the same level as uh she is they're both in the medical field so like they can identify they can um relate with that but that might be a thing but yeah, we're forcing them together so hard. <laughs> yeah, we really are. But you know what? Henry had me at Michelin starred restaurant when he took Christina to that one That's restaurant. Um, and he brought that up. And I was thinking, oh my goodness, Olivia would have lapped that yeah. up. I mean, that is so her lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So these two should have been put together. I mean, yeah as Agu was saying, um, just the way that they like to live and enjoy their lives in the restaurants and the dining out. 
it seems to intersect so beautifully. Hmm. I don't know. I want to believe. <laughs> this is really. I do. I'm, I'm okay. I'm sold on this now. I'm sold. I, I was. <laughs> Before I was thinking, oh, this is, we're just doing this because they're taking pictures together. But the more you talk about this, yeah, why not? And like, she's, she's great with dealing with girlfriends. Like she has plenty of friends. So she could like connect with his friend group. Yeah. Okay. This is, this needs to happen. (laughs) Where do we submit this? I have to say too, on the topic of Henry, just because he's my favorite, um, I was looking at his Instagram and you know how like in the reunion episode, like suddenly he had all this stuff to say <laughs> and like, he was just like mm-hmm. clapping back at everything that had ever happened ever in the season. He, he does that on Instagram too, in his own like dry, like sarcasm way. One of my favorites is it's just a picture of him. I'm going to pull a Gabby and just put the picture up to the thing. Because <laughs> that's it's a picture and I like it. Um, and so it's him at the water. And it, the caption just says, I was once afraid of mud and jumping on trampolines. Now I'm hiking and climbing to the tops of mountains. Life is crazy. Thanks, Malibu. Wow. <laughs> but it's like all sorts you, of Henry. Like, oh. <laughs> the other one is like of him with Woody and uh, Miles. And it just says, Remembering the pre-social distancing days where my friends with personalities would hang out with me in public and carry the conversation. <laughs> That's amazing. He's so funny. Oh yeah. He he is so shady. I'm telling you, Henry is like he throws the most shade of all the people I've ever seen mm-hmm. on this show. I but love like, it. It's so like, good. Henry, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like during the reunion, oh, that was a funny, that was something that Woody mentioned. He's like, people think he's one way, but like he is hilarious and great. Like I could totally, in terms of people to have a drink with this season, I think he's like on the top of the list, right? Like <laughs> he would be sure. great oh, yeah. at parties, just any get together. I want to <laughs> have him there for sure. Like him, then maybe Woody, and then everyone else can kind of fit themselves after then Bennett, Bennett dancing well we'd have yes yes with strippers <sighs> with the strippers oh my god sorry <laughs> that was so funny. have you guys <laughs> watched that scene yet? like his pants he like spilled drinks on his pants for some yeah. reason I don't for some reason I'm the only one who yeah. saw this <laughs> it was weird super like, weird oh. my favorite was when the, the camera pans over to just Woody and Miles dying <laughs> laughing <laughs> And then Woody goes over there and joins him. <laughs> like live your life. Also, like if he he would be, like if he was to go to the right slip strip club, they'd be like money him right there. Like let's give him all the attention okay. right off the bat. Like mm-hmm. it's he's gonna throw every dollar he has within like five seconds of being in this club. Like he's the best. Yeah. Oh so I want to talk about Karen and Miles too, because uh, I mean, we've seen them like hanging out with Amani and Woody, of course, a lot since they're like besties and next door neighbors, which is adorable. Um, it seems like they're in a really good place. Like I, for me, it still feels like weird to see them have such a good vibe because we didn't see mm-hmm. that on the show kind of at all until like the end. Um 
And they actually, they started a YouTube channel and the, they just have an intro video in there where they're like, what do y'all want to know about us? And they, they both got these like big fuzzy hoodies on and it's really cute. They're clearly just chilling. And we're like, let's start this. <laughs> but, um, and like, I was looking through the comments of like what people wanted to know with them. And everybody was like, Karen, at what point did you like, it would turn the corner with Miles and like start to trust him and like all that stuff about like, kind of like what happened <laughs> so mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. i don't know what y'all seeing on like social media and all that stuff like how do you think they're doing it looks like they're doing amazing i never would have guessed it but i'm so happy for them <laughs> yeah <laughs> they I mean, seem comfortable i oh right. that's an interesting word for it yeah they do seem I, I comfortable just like mm -hmm. not like not like bored comfortable but like they no longer had that stress and tension they did when they were on the show and just like felt like unnatural a little bit from them. But now they just feel like they're in their groove and they're just like comfortable being themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. So mm -hmm. my, uh, my mom's side of the family is from Alabama and my grandmother like apparently had this whole thing about, it's like the old school Southern thing of like the way to get to a man's heart is his stomach. And I think that's ridiculous. But with Miles, like the amount of clips I've seen of him, like eating food that she's prepared and he's just like, oh my goodness, this is the best thing. I like, I really think the food was like 40% of the reason why they're <laughs> together, which I'm not like great Southern cooking. I, I got, hey, the right greens and like, <laughs> I got no complaints. I fully understand, but it's very funny the more clips I see of them, like that's, that's a thing for sure. And he has like the whole, like, I have a dad bod now that like, I've been eating all this delicious cooking. Like he just, it's, it's a thing. And I, I wonder how much of a factor that was. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I love miles, but he always had a dad bod. <laughs> Let's just say that. Um, <laughs> you called it out. No, no, no. He's adorable. <laughs> but um, I think you're onto something. I think she cooked him uh, some very amazing food that I would have uh, felt very lucky to eat. I'm seriously, those dishes, they looked amazing. Like, whatever she made him, I, I get it. Like, I was following him up with Karen. Um. <laughs> But I still can't connect the dots. The food isn't enough. <laughs> well, even like during the season, like Ashley, like she had like a really good, um, I, I don't know how to put it, but just like a really good like instinct to know as we were going through the season, like Ashley, you'd point out like he thinks how pretty she is and really likes her cooking. And he's like, he's good. He's happy. This is what he's here for. And yeah, she's not really into him right now, but like this is what's for them making them work right now. So like, like you saw that from the beginning, Ashley, that things like that were like, hey, this is what makes them happy a little bit, you know? Like, <laughs> and it's those mm -hmm. little things, I think, were like, I mean, if you're living with your partner, you're, you're going to have to figure out what you're going to eat sometimes. And if one person loves to cook, I think that's a great way to show care. You're literally caring for a basic mm -hmm. human need, which is eating food, <laughs> and then mm -hmm. getting to actually enjoy it. And it's like tasty and you can eat it together. Like, I think that's... Um, it's like a love language in itself of like, I'll feed you some good food. <laughs> but like, I, yes. I was shocked by her cooking skills. She had like 
mussels and like clams and stuff. And I was like, maybe just because I'm from the Midwest and like crockpots are exquisite and like exotic to me. But like the idea of cooking like that type of seafood and being confident about it, like this is going to taste great. Like I wouldn't, I would have to spend all the afternoon, like on all the YouTube tutorials of like, how do you cook a mussel? What's a mussel? Like, where do I buy that? <laughs> Can you imagine like the Google search that pops up like a skeleton in the mussel? <laughs> That would be me. What an afternoon. <laughs> that would be me. But like clearly something was happening kind of in the background. I wonder if they were just maybe a little bit more private with some stuff. And she seems to be more of a private person. Now that they've turned the corner, she's much more like forthcoming about their relationship. But um, yeah, they just seem like a very happy, go lucky, great couple now. And I'm, I'm really happy for them because I did not see it coming at all. <laughs> so I, I've i been slowly going back and watching the unfiltered shows as well. Um, I'm not sure if you guys have seen clips from that, but where like they have the couple, uh, they have different participants and they kind of talk about the episode after watching it. It was very fun watching that because you could tell they, at least some of the scenes, they recorded it in the past so like they already know if they're staying together with the person or if they so there's a lot of like olivia dropping lines like well i guess he showed his true side like you could tell she was out mm -hmm. but there was one uh, one of the episodes where um he miles kind of talked about how he's been in a relationship in the past where the person like they weren't intimate I think he said like they dated for like a year or something like that and they never were. So like he's been in relationships where he's had to kind of like wait for the other person to come around. And I think weirdly that helped him out quite a bit in this. Like he is very patient in that aspect. And, um, you know, I think another person that might've been something that they just couldn't get over. But for him, he has experience weirdly in that and that kind of served them well. Um, so I'm like, I'm glad that they seeing their pictures and like, they seem great together. Like, I'm really happy that it did work out similar to what you guys are saying. Mm -hmm. I'm still in shock every time I see them together. I'm just like, Oh, this feels weird. Do you guys like each other now? Okay. But like, <laughs> very happy that it did work out. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so funny that you mentioned the unfilters because, um, whenever I would watch those, I kind of had an inkling that maybe they would eventually work out because it seemed as though whenever Miles watched, you know, something that Karen had done and was asked to comment on it, he sort of laughed it off and was always very positive towards her, very supportive, um, didn't seem to harbor any malice or seem bitter at all the way that sometimes Olivia yeah. did, as he mentioned. Yeah. Um, and the same thing with Karen. She always seemed very fair, you know, honest, but fair and um, positive about the whole thing. So I can't, they had me going, you know, I didn't think it was going to turn out as beautifully as it ended up turning out and still is. Um, but I, I sort of wondered based on the unfiltered, if it would, if they would stay together. Yeah. Well, that's an um, interesting question, too. So this is something we were talking about after we recapped the reunion episode. Um, do you think that that this, you know, maybe rocky start that they had, it's just boasted how strong they are in the relationship now? Or do you think this could be like temporary? Like, what do you think Meryl, um, 
I almost said Marin, Miles and Karen. <laughs> Miles and Karen's like outlook looks like now. So, like, do we think it's going to last? Um, is what the like the question? Like, uh, yeah. Oh, that's that's a good. Uh, I will let someone else answer this because I guess I can. <laughs> I mean, I think so. I guess what fine out hop in. Um, yeah, I, I think. I think so, but mostly because of their personalities. Like, I think he, um, you kind of mentioned, like, he laughs things off. I think he's constantly doing that. And I think he is very light and go lucky. And that can be frustrating at times, I imagine, for her. But that is helping. Like, if they were both as calculated and reserved as she was, I don't know if that would have worked. Like, they needed that. They need that of one person constantly pushing to get um, affection and attention and then the other person being a little bit more measured. So I, I could see them um, I could see them lasting you know being a forever couple for sure. I can see it as well. Um, I think there were some great points made just now um, about the personality balance and how Karen needs someone to kind of line her up a little bit at times. Um, although she's pretty funny herself, yeah. uh, but the both of them together, I think um, kind of the seesaw effect of their relationship, I think it will work well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think they're just very in line with their values. Yeah. Um, again, since I was just doing Instagram stalking in preparation for this, um, and I'd done that before, <laughs> you know, refresher. <laughs> I was looking I was no, looking at Karen's Instagram. Oh, okay. Um and like her posts from before Married at First Sight. I was it was interesting to me because it was a lot of kind of what you tend to see on Instagram. It's like flexing on the gram as the kids say where she's just like looking gorgeous and like eating a beautiful plate of food and like a kind of vague aspirational quote attached to it. And that's kind of it. <laughs> but she also has a lot of content that's like, um, similar to what we see in here for miles a lot, which is very Afrocentric and very, like, she's very proud of her community and her heritage and everything about that. And I think that's one of the many things that they're very aligned on. And it also made me curious about the way that we present ourselves on social media. This is something that was a thing from the beginning of their relationship. Yeah. And so, Gabby, I'm so curious your thoughts on, do you think that, so she got Miles's name before she walked down that aisle. Do you think that um, her seeing his social media, like that was a good choice for her to like check him out? Or did that, you think that like choice kind of set them on a different path that could have been avoided? I think it did set them on a different path. Um, you know, would she have eventually found that out about him? Of course. But I think she was already starting at kind of a disadvantage as a result of what she found out from all the social media platforms. Um, the idea that, and I still am so curious to see what she was looking at at this point, but that he was so emotional, yeah. right? Yeah. That was her big complaint about him being a very emotional person based on his Instagram posts. Um, I don't know quite what she meant by that. And I still yeah. am curious to see what exactly um, she'd been looking at or what she was commenting on. But um, 
I think starting from that point and having to kind of work your way out of a ditch, that's where she was. Um, and they somehow made it happen and, you know, or where they are now, but who knows? Um, you know, if they just met each other as total strangers at the altar, the way they were supposed to, um, and then eventually she may have learned those things about him, mm-hmm. then I, I just think their foundation would have been a little more solid to begin with. Um, and she wouldn't have had all those insecurities, you know, at the get go. That That's my whole thing. Um, you know, she really worked herself into a bit of a frenzy over all of this. And I can't blame her. I mean, honestly, if I had received that sort of information, I probably would have done the same thing. I don't know about oh, you, totally. yeah. but um, yeah, yeah I, I probably would have gone straight mm. to, you know, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Um, LinkedIn. I need to know all this. So, stuff. <laughs> absolutely. Just anything you can find. Um, but I don't think it served them is what I want to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It felt like she had this idea of who he was before she met him. Um, but I, what I did like and what surprised me and made me more optimistic about them was immediately after the ceremony, when they sat down, she was like, look, I saw your stuff, <laughs> like immediately told him. And he was like, okay. Yeah. And like, that was a good sign to me that it's like, oh, okay. You're not going to like, have this be a weird secret that you're trying to like, uh, like at some point reveal, and then it's going to be a big thing. It's exactly. just like straight up. <laughs> wow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Zach and Mindy call out. <laughs> it's true true. um i guess well mabel you didn't actually answer the first question you asked but wow we kind of just moved around so it's not i skirted out by just kidding but uh um so so like i definitely think that they are at a good spot um the only thing i guess i'm missing so i i think that a lot could be learn about relationship when you see how each other argues and they had like some disagreements on their show but i don't really feel like they argued you know kind of like when you know amani and woody didn't have like a blowout but like they had things that they disagreed on and they like um talked about it with each other um and i i guess i'm just curious what does that mean now given that they've had this history together they're at a really good spot now how do they handle arguments now is it something that they can get through successfully um and that would really tell their um longevity of the relationship i don't know but i mean mm-hmm. i think they're at a good spot regardless and they have a lot of potential in the relationship mm-hmm. yeah despite the social media <laughs> sure. right and um it's interesting, Mabel, now that you, I, I don't want to take us totally on a separate tangent or anything, but now that you mentioned <laughs> um, that they didn't ever have like a really serious argument, they did have something really serious come up, right? But then it's so interesting because we didn't see a huge argument between them, but then she just decided to leave for the night. Remember that? It's like yeah, she just yeah, kind of I'm opted out. Yeah. So I, I do kind of worry about that now. Now that you brought that up, I do kind of worry that she might be the sort of person who decides, um, I'm going to go back to my place for the night or go to like, you know, a relative's for the night and just not deal with you. I'm not saying that isn't good to do every now and then, I mm-hmm. guess, depending on the situation. Um, 
but you know, to have someone who's willing to work through a conflict with you versus kind of jet. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I fully. So the play devil's advocate for, or not even devil's advocate. Like I, I could see her doing that because she wasn't sure of the relationship. Like, I think she kind of viewed the show as dating, you know, like, like this mm -hmm. isn't my person yet, but even if, uh, that being said, I'm sure a part of me, I think that is kind of her nature, honestly. Um, mm -hmm. But it's that I think Miles helps because, you know, like if she was to do that with, I don't know, like if she was to do that with a, a Brett, like he would, he would be like, oh, okay, fine. All right. I'm just going to go and date like 49 other women now. But <laughs> someone like Miles, who is like, she would leave he would probably like go to their to whatever house she is and have like the boom box over his head and be like baby come back i'm sorry blame me like he seems like he is going yeah. to put in all the work and effort and it works for them so like i i could see that being enough to to get them through the, the tough times like i mean i personally mm -hmm. I, i'd be like all right cool all right we're we're, we're separating gotcha but Miles is, he is like that puppy. Like he will constantly, <laughs> it's that cooking. It's the greens. It's the greens. That's my theory now. I'm going back to that. <laughs> mm -hmm. It just makes me think of like earlier in the season when they had a counseling session. Mm -hmm. um, it, like she was talking about how it was really hard for her to open up and trust him. And they were kind of working through that. And he just said, I'm, I'm for real going nowhere. Like, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what mm -hmm. he said. And he seemed like, I completely believed him that he's like, this is, I'm going to see what happens with this. I'm going to see it through and I'm going to be like rock solid. <laughs> and you know, that, I think that lends itself to the longevity. I think we'll see with them because um, now that they built that trust then I think they'll be okay. And like the whole, you know, dipping out if there's a fight or something. I think a lot of that just comes down to like how you communicate that because it's totally okay if you're in a fight to take a break. It's not okay just to be like, we're fighting now and then I storm out and then you don't know, like you you can you can get your space and still like maintain the relationship and be respectful and like let them know what's up. Um, it's more about like, hey, I'm going to go for a drive. I'll be back in one hour. And then, you know, like I will have my phone, but I'm not going to talk to you for that hour because I'm really mad. <laughs> like that's the kind of stuff where like you're totally allowed to, you're, you can do whatever you need to do, but it's communicating around it. Yeah. Um, and I could see them being in a place where they like have those skills now because that trust is there and they can talk about it. So yeah. fingers crossed. Absolutely. I have to I have to use Yay. this opportunity. So speaking about leaving and not coming back, back Brett. Um now that we're talking about that, uh he's been very interesting to to follow after the show. Um he did his so ask me every anything AMA uh on Reddit and he had some hilarious he's a funny guy. Like I a lot of his responses were just great for me um we didn't really get that much more information from it but um so we've got that and then we have a few pictures of him and um amelia 
and uh, I think, right, like pictures with him and he went to like North Carolina to hang out with. Nope. Oh, oh, I don't know about that. There's I a know. picture of him and his um, girlfriend and Bennett. Yeah, and Bennett. Um, right? They hung out. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, oh, so I guess that could have been in Louisiana, but he. It was in Bennett's tiny home. It was in Bennett's tiny home. Wow. You can fit four people in that house. <laughs> um, Make it your life, kind of. <laughs> you'd be you'd be fast. Um, but what are your what are your yeah. thoughts on them? Uh, I'll let Mabel you go first. I feel like uh, you've got since you were talking about tiny homes, you're repping <laughs> them. For the record, I, I'm a big fan of tiny homes, so that's why I had to plug it. <laughs> um, no, so I think that like uh, one thing I wasn't sure about with Brett and his girlfriend is. Is she his girlfriend before the show aired? Like, did she? And I'm sure, obviously, like he probably told her, like, "Hey, I'm, um, you know, going through the divorce, et cetera, et cetera." Like, so she probably already knew content. I'm not saying like she was blinded, but like, I don't, I don't know how it would feel to be like dating someone who is in the moment having this like reality show TV air about them. That's just like learning about them as you go in this relationship. I just feel that it'd be kind of awkward. Um, I don't know if I'd watch the show if I were in her shoes or not. Um, mm-hmm. Just because like, I, I don't know, it's just kind of a lot. Um, but I mean, I, I, Hey, like, okay, cool. Like I didn't realize Brett and Bennett were that close while the show was going on, but Hey, I mean, I guess if they are, they are cool. Like and Bennett's the kind of person he'll hang out with anybody. So, Hey, if that's Brett and his girlfriend, sure. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. He is the most chill person I've ever seen. Like, he'll be fine. He'll be okay. I think Brett needs someone who will be understanding of his goals in life. And um, I'm happy he's moved on to someone who might be doing that for him, I guess. Um, it's funny. The AMA I ended up going through, and as hilarious as Brett is, I, I was a little bit appalled to see just how mean people were to him. Did you yeah. notice that? <laughs> like there were so many people just picking at him every step of the way. Um, no, but I I was kind of wondering if that was the girl he went out with two times and then, you know, if he picked it up after he ended up dumping Olivia. Um, I don't know. Is Has anyone been able to find that out i think someone asked that in the ama and i don't he said that wasn't her i don't okay i have to look back to double check but i'm pretty sure that's what i saw what i thought was Mm -hmm. interesting from the ama was someone asked if his girlfriend has watched his season and he said no not really so maybe she's seen some of it and understandably she's not super comfortable with everything but she's been extraordinarily patient and kind and she was actually mm-hmm. like in the comments on the AMA too, like saying stuff. Like someone even asked, like, "Hey, Brett's girlfriend, like, what do you like about him?" And she listed all these different things about how caring and kind he is, and like it, see, like they they seem like they're in a good spot. That they had talked about like big things pretty early on that they both want a family and like this kind of talked about the lifestyle they want. Like they went yeah. real deep, real fast, um, mm-hmm. and. So like I I hope they're a good match. I mean, who knows? It's it's got to be I kind of give her all the credit for being really flexible in this situation because it's like <laughs> not not watching the show because it's like, oh, I don't want to see you and your ex-wife, but then also 
wondering if I could see like if they did end up breaking up that she would then watch his season and just be like, I should have known. <laughs> like those were all the things he did to me or whatever. Well, this, this is a <laughs> fun hypothetical mm-hmm. question mm-hmm. you bring up. Um, so if you are in her shoes, would you, would you watch it? So like you have a partner, you're dating said person, they were on reality TV with their ex, right? Like there's, you're going to see them kissing and being, you know, affectionate with said person. Would you, would you watch it? Yes. You would watch it. You would? Yes, I would. Yeah. I totally would. Uh-huh. Um, because I'm a glutton for punishment, I guess. <laughs> no. Um, Are you No, Catholic? I'd just be so curious to <laughs> <Sorry>. see. <laughs> I am. Yeah. It takes one. Problem. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. I, hey, I went yep. to Catholic school. I, I, I recognize this. <laughs> just can't help myself. Right. Perfect time. <laughs> um, recovering Catholic, right? I think it's great like to hear that you definitely would watch a show. Do you think it like, um, maybe, you know, what do you think it would do if you had watched it? You know, I think if I had watched it, I would have had a little more compassion for a situation, to be honest. I mean, am I the only Brett sympathizer here? <laughs> uh, Brett wasn't wrong in a lot of ways. Uh, the only issue I had with him eventually was... Uh, maybe not leaving sooner. Yeah. Because I think he turned into a really toxic person at the end. I think he turned into someone um, he probably didn't even like. Uh, you know, the way he was treating Olivia was not correct. Um, he wasn't willing to talk to her in a civil way at the end. Um, however, I think some of his reasons for feeling the way he felt uh, were perfectly legitimate. So I, I like Brett, you know, I, I know everyone's going to come down on me for that, but I, I like Brett. This is a safe space. Uh, safe right? space. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Thank You're you. allowed to think what you want. I, but I, I, I kind of agree with you. Um, I think so with Brett, like the way he delivered it, I think that, we can all agree that that was not the best and the sarcastic comments, but, you know, I think part of the things he kind of mentioned of, I just, I don't think they were matched. Uh, well, I don't think they agreed on key things like the kids thing. Like if mm-hmm. it's not a coincidence that you mentioned his current partner, how like they immediately talked about, like, I think he kind of discovered that from the show of, I really care about having children. And he said it in his interview, like he, he, this is not a surprise to anyone. So he being with Olivia, who is leaning more towards no, like, of of course they're going to have a disagreement about that. And, um, and then the different lifestyle, like he's so much of a build a foundation, save money for our kids. Let's do the, let's push enjoying to the future. Like he's, he strikes me as a, let's save more so that when we're are older, we can enjoy retirement where Olivia is a little bit, I, I'm not saying that she isn't saving, but she strikes me more of let's enjoy the moment, the present. Um, and I don't think either is wrong, but mm-hmm. I do think 
that is something that if you're if you have different views on that that could be a big situation in terms of um a relationship and it's just you know like i i hate to be i don't want to insult the internet like we're on it we're this is it but sometimes people just go with the easy answer and it's easy to make him the villain but like he isn't yeah like if a lot of people who are saying this if they were placed in the same situation they would be saying the same thing like you know yes he doesn't like conflict i know a lot of people who don't especially in the midwest like we, i we know people who would like get in a car accident instead of saying no you're wrong like we there's so many people who are conflict avoidant. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Squeeze out past you here. It's red. <laughs> you know, like, I just yeah, I, I'm yeah. I'm with him. Uh, I'm with you on that. Like I I sympathize quite a bit and and like the way he thinks about like the serial dating. I've said this before, but like I also viewed dating that way, like it was a numbers game. Like you wanna Mm-hmm. see to find your person so you want to talk to as many people as possible it doesn't have to be intimate or anything like that but just put yourself out there and the way he worded it, it sounded more douchey but i don't think it really like going on 49 dates does not make you a bad person it just means that you're trying to find your person you know so mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. lot of the stuff that people are giving them i'm yeah i'm not hearing it <laughs> With with Brett and Olivia, I just felt like they weren't matched well from the beginning. I was kind of just confused why they were put together. I understand that like they kind of had some components that would work and that they could, um, if they really put in the time and were like really committed to the idea of being married and working towards a good marriage with each other, then they could make it happen. But it just like felt like a lot of that stuff was missing. And you know, to not really be on the same page of the, like those big things when you're just starting. I I think it was that. And then their communication styles were just like whoop, completely missing each other. Like they could not express how they were actually feeling and get the other person to understand it. And like, I think, I think Brett needs someone who understands his sarcasm and is able to like be patient with that when they actually need to have like a real vulnerable conversation. Um, and that that's hard, but like yeah. <laughs> got to find the right person for that. Um, and he can like grow, and I don't know. sorry to interrupt, but like he, he needs to grow in that area too. Like, you know, it's not all, mm-hmm. it's not all on his partner. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So someone who can like give that, feedback and that he cares enough to listen to because i think with olivia he got to a point where like if she could say anything well-meaning and he would like respond with an eye roll because they just didn't have that rapport anymore yeah Mm -mm. which is really tough to Mm -hmm. see when you like have this i mean normally eight week journey this time was longer but like (laughs) when you're in the same space with somebody and even like woody said it hey maybe if Christine and Henry had just broken up earlier and just kind of like said, hey, this isn't going to work out. Because even Woody was like, if this were me, I would have like peaced out by now. Um, but like, it, and this was, I think just make made it difficult to just be in the same space at that point when they were just like toxic to one another. Um, but me, had I been in Brett's girlfriend's shoes, you know, at that time, I definitely would not have watched the show just because I know how I am and Mm -hmm. similarly to you know Karen being 
too, I think, swayed by the first impressions you got from Miles online instead of him in person, um, I would definitely do that too. And I know myself and that's why like, I, I couldn't put myself in that situation. Yeah. So I would be like, all right, cool. Like I know there's this show about you about right now. Um, I don't want to negatively influence this situation we have now, especially when it's still developing. Like that's the thing I don't understand that like, this is when you're getting to know a person. Why are you doing anything but setting yourself up for success? And it's just like, you're trying to learn things that you wouldn't, you know, see favorable. And it's just like, hey, yes, be open, be honest, be yourself, good and bad and ugly. But like, wouldn't you want to do the best you can to have a strong foundation? And that's just like, if you know that this is a reality TV show that ended in divorce, why do you want to know that right off the bat? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good point. Really, really, really good point. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, though. You might not, but your friends are totally going to watch it, and they're totally yeah, going to give you all the tea. And they're like, no. <laughs> get out. Get out. <laughs> that would be tough. Yeah. I'm true. curious, in all of this research leading up to our conversation, did y'all find anything about what Christina has been doing? Because I couldn't find a, a whisper of her on the internet. <laughs> She's moved down to Mexico. I don't know exactly mm. where, but apparently she moved. Mm -hmm. And she's just mm -hmm. recovering from this weird life event that happened. Like, I could understand needing some time, especially how it went for her. Yeah. 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 She's definitely a villain, unfortunately, I think, to some people. Um, like we were saying with the AMA with Brett, like it was, there were some really mean comments there. I think if she was to do this, it would be brutal um fortunately mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i mean you saw how even the reunion episode it affected her and yeah she needed to get away from it she realized that so i mean i think it's good for mm -hmm. her it's healthy for her you know do what you gotta do um but yeah other than that when she said that she's kind of seeing somebody maybe um when she said in the reunion episode that's about the extent of what i know is going on <laughs> with her mm -hmm. yeah I, um, you know, it's funny with Christina, I, I felt very much for her. I felt very badly for her, um, and could see that she was suffering from whatever, you know, the public judgment had been, but I did notice throughout the, I think the last five or so episodes, how easily she turned on those tears. Um, what were your thoughts on that? Ugh. Yeah, I, this is going to be mean. I want to be as nice, but they just felt like crocodile tears. Crocodile? That might be my accent kicking in there. Um, they just felt, they just didn't seem genuine to me a lot of the time. And that was rough. That was very rough. Uh, like I said, I, I, I also felt for her. I, I think... Um, Henry's my favorite, and we've kind of mentioned this, but I think there was like micro rejection happening there constantly. Like, there's no, like, if we could feel it through the screen that he wanted nothing to do with this, I'm sure she was feeling that on a daily basis. And that's, that's hard. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I would argue if you feel that way, then leave. And why are you still in, in this? But she, she decided to stay, and that was, I think that caused a lot of the her reactions and the tears and 
and things like that. Um, it's funny, we, we mentioned with Brett, like if we would watch it or not. She is the reason why I would want to watch if I had a, a significant partner who was on this show because her, that whole accusation thing that she did, that's, that's terrifying to me. Like that just like seeing that makes, I like, I would be just extremely worried. Like, okay, so if we ever have a disagreement in this relationship, are you just going to make up a lie? And like, it's just, that's very scary stuff. Um, and I would, I would want to know that before being in a relationship with, you know, this person has so much control over what happens to your life and just mm -hmm. that I, I find that terrifying. So even though I understand why she did the thing she did, not uh, supporting it, but I, I can, I understand her doing it, unfortunately. Uh, no, I, I tap out. That just is, it's a little too scary for me. The thing yeah. I would be, I think, careful though, with especially Christina, like saying that about Henry and in Henry's words, using it as blackmail. Um, I think it could be also used as like a, oh, you'd made this error in the past, whether it was lapse of judgment, whether it was intentional, whether it was malice. Um, and so will you always have to um, like report to that? Do you know what I mean? Like, I think there could be some like, like concern of, okay, I made this mistake. Yes, it was on national television. And so now I always have to, every time I'm coming to somebody in a conversation or potentially going on a couple of dates with them, um, answer to that with them. Um, and so I think though, like, Hey, yes, if this is a relationship now that she may be in, that's maybe worth talking about because that's probably a lot of underlying difficulties, issues. It could be the past five relationships she was in or something. I don't know. Um, and definitely something that she probably has to get through if it's still impacting how she would be with that partner. But I think you'd have to be very careful to not say, I saw this mistake you did. You have to answer to it to me, even though I had nothing to do with me. It was before I met you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the things are just out there. I think with her, I we've, we've kind of talked about this before a little bit, but I really think that Christina has some storylines about herself, her life, that she was kind of, um, that was like the running narrative in her mind of like how things were going. Okay. And I, we, we kind of talked about her kind of like being in a different reality almost than what was happening. I don't think she was ever really present with just like, what is happening right now? What is the person that I'm with? What are they saying? What are the words that they are saying? Not what I think that's happening, <laughs> but what are the actual words? And then responding to that. I think it was always like, she was like two levels removed. And a lot of that preserved this narrative of like, I'm confident, I'm, you know, beautiful, which it's not like I'm saying any of these things are wrong, but it's like she had these really rigid things that she was not willing to even get close to questioning. And so I felt like when she had the moments that she was really over emotional, when she was crying a lot, I think for her, that was real. 
but it was so disjointed from what was happening in the present that it came off as super, super fake. Like, cause I thought that at first too, where I was like, this feels weird. Like, why is she crying so much at like this moment that just happened? Like when she's reading the letter to her younger self, you know, and it's, she's just like really breaking down and like, you know, really getting into the, the depth of it. And I'm like, it, there, there just was mismatch there for me. So I, I find it hard to believe that she was like actively manipulating or trying to manipulate folks around her all the time. I think it was just like, that was just her living in that reality that she had kind of crafted. And there's like some self-protection mm-hmm. in that. So I don't know, maybe that's like me going into like pretend therapist mode, but like, that's just kind of what I felt. <laughs> what did you think? Yeah, I could totally see that now that you've mentioned it. Um, the idea that someone has this whole concept of who they are, right? And wants to convey that image to everyone they're around at this point, just out of um, perhaps a, uh, where Christina was just self-protection, yeah. you know, because she had gone to this point where she needed to, um, you know, it was like that exoskeleton that she was creating for herself yeah. to protect her from everything that she knew was going on with Henry between Henry and herself. Um and I never saw it like that before, but it's kind of fascinating to think about those moments of her breaking down as like the reality seeping in, mm. you know, <laughs> the moments where she's actually letting herself feel what's really going on mm. and how that's actually affecting her. Um, and that's kind of, that's heartbreaking, but it's really beautiful. It's kind of like this sunset boulevard <laughs> moment, you know? Um, but yeah, uh, it gives Christina so much more depth now, Ashley. Thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's. I I think we try really hard to just understand like why we're seeing the behaviors from people, because I mean we we've we've all talked about this together before too. Or like, I think what's interesting about the show is it's about personal relationships, romantic or not, and everyone can relate to that. And so it's about like if we can start thinking about where people are coming from, then we can relate to them better. We relate to ourselves better. And I mean, I could be way off. It could be she's, you know, something else is happening or whatever, but yeah, um, yeah it's just interesting to dig into those things. Yeah. I, I don't want to, yeah, I love that. I don't want to, to kick a, a dead horse. I hate this analogy, but <laughs> um we do not condone violence on this podcast. Do not to horses or any creature. Um, <laughs> but I, I think the red flags for me weren't even necessarily those moments. I think the red flags were the moments where she, like during the couples retreat, where it just completely act like nothing has happened, and like it yeah. just like that is concerning right there like you just accused henry of lying about his sexuality and cheating on you and now you're like oh what do you think about this room what do you think about that room like that is just so (laughs) far removed it's just that right there Mm -hmm. that's some you got to work on yourself situation first before type of just that i think that's those are the moments where um, I get everyone wants to make it work and it's a marriage and you want to try, but 
like if you know that this experiment is pushing you to that point why are you still in this and i like i so that's the thing that scares me with her i think and um i love that you you brought a really good point of why she could be doing that and um i definitely definitely appreciate that but it's i i really hope you know that she is able to learn from this and grow and find her person or you know maybe or just be a, like she doesn't have to necessarily have a person she could just you know live her life so, so one of our lovely amazing couples who have been solid from day one <laughs> as always <laughs> amelia and bennett seem to be doing really well um of course we all enjoyed their musical rendition of do you have a movie recommendation during the reunion we all and <laughs> we all i did not i did not it was an awful song <laughs> you should have said her sing. She's a better. She has an amazing voice. Well, she does actually have a really gorgeous voice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. They just seem to be doing well. Bennett is on Instagram, which shocked me because Homeboy had a flip phone when we first met him. So <laughs> he upgraded, or he's doing like the Instagram through desktop thing, which is like a whole other <laughs> can of worms. Um, what I just wanted to mention for his Instagram in particular was that. I'm sorry, my dog is um, making noises up here. What I really loved about his Instagram is he had a post that he got new socks and it's just a picture of his feet, that's it. But then he did like a call for everyone to send pictures of their socks to him. And he had a story of all these pictures of socks that people had sent him. And he just like wrote a little caption on it. It was like the most weird and wholesome thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. Like you don't get that type of content on social media very often where it's just like, yeah, show me your socks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, I just love him so much. Yeah. He's amazing. Um, I, I seriously am so upset that we have to deal with uh, not listening to live bands right now because I want so badly to see his band TV pole shine. Um, yeah. Like I cannot wait till we can go back to seeing like live concerts because I will be there front row Bennett. Like you're warned. I'll be there. Are you going to like fangirl over him? Like, yeah, totally. (laughs) Number one maps fan. (laughs) And it's really good. Like they've got like a, I'm just going to get all like music nerdy with it, but like they have like a great, like fella kuti sound for the people who know a fella mm-hmm. kuti where it's like jazz but it's got some funk to it and like it's it's they're great like just he does the the music and then let amelia do the mm-hmm. vocals because like i said she has a beautiful beautiful voice and we've got a we've got a home run here top 40 yeah. absolutely um, and in the beginning though when they talked about their arrangement with like her being in virginia he was gonna be back and forth do we know how that's going? If he's actually in Virginia, if he's is he still back and forth, or is he in New Orleans full time? I thought he was still going back and forth. I'm pretty sure they're still doing that. Um, and Richmond, Virginia, there's like no better place for him to be. I don't know if anyone's familiar with that area, but um, it's all artsy people and musicians and just it's like bennett's world (laughs) that's like what richmond is um it's pretty awesome so 
I could totally see him getting down there for sure. Interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. he was able to find like yeah. that community in New Orleans, which like, like you wouldn't normally think that that's New Orleans. Sorry, proper pronunciation. Like, <laughs> like he, like he seems like he naturally finds his people wherever he goes. Mm-hmm. Like, magnet yeah. to them somehow. Yeah, I just uh-huh. like that he seems to be kind of maintaining his independence. He seems like a just remarkably independent person while still being incredibly committed to his marriage. And so like he had some things about him being back in New Orleans. It was like a picture of him like by his tiny house and he got a haircut. (laughs) But it seemed like he was there by himself for a little while and like working on projects and catching up with friends. And then we saw some pictures of like Amelia back with him in New Orleans. And that's when they met up with Olivia and Henry, like had a little park picnic date kind of thing. So I just, I really, really like that they're still, I I think that's like a big key of relationships. Like the big secret is like, you have to be your full independent self as well as being your relationship self and fostering both of those, like finding that balance is what really helps um, you just like stay, it just keeps everything so much more interesting. (laughs) You know, like when you have your outside things, you can bring that into the relationship, you're good relationship things you bring into your independent stuff. And I feel like they're doing that really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. That's such a great point. The idea that you have to kind of like be a whole person, right? In order to have a successful relationship with someone else. Yeah, it, that's totally them. Like they are both their own unique whole people. <laughs> and it's this weird synergy that, synergy that we see yes. between them. And I just, I love them so much. Like, seriously. I know. Like, there was just Mm -hmm. a picture of them in a goodwill together. And I was just like, yes. (laughs) I don't know why, but that just, like, really got to me. I was like, I feel like if I were to live in, you know, Richmond and, like, run into them, it would be in a goodwill. And they would be, like, buying Bennett new pants or something. (laughs) Like, like they have money for more expensive pants, but he wants goodwill pants. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's more responsible for the... Uh, environment as yeah. a whole yeah mm-hmm. and that's his thing yeah and I'm, I'm glad that he like find, found the perfect job for him it sounds like as a yeah. Yeah. panel consultant like that is it's spot on like that's if i was going to like come up with a job for him that would probably be it like it's amazing that he was able to find that and um on the amelia side like going like the hours that she's doing in residency that is brutal Mm -hmm. that is absolutely brutal and i'm glad that she has somebody to like help her through that like i just doing that is hard enough alone but i mean it's hard enough doing it but doing that alone like i Mm -hmm. can't imagine working those many hours and then coming home and the house looks like crap and it's like great now i have to clean the house too after doing an 18 hour shift like like no one's gonna do that you know so like having him there to help but just having him there to talk to and someone it's not work related like that must be such a big help for her so well that's some of the you know pros and cons of going through school with a partner because you can have the pros of having like one partner who maybe isn't like in school with you um but one partner who's able to take care of the cooking the cleaning the grocery shopping etc like the everyday things to let you focus on school 
But the con to that is that person has to focus on school. <laughs> and so, like, if you're trying to foster, you know, quality time together, take trips together, that's not going to happen. You have zero time. <laughs> But they got their trips out early, right? They they went straight yeah. to <laughs> did the honeymoon right away. They did their yeah. 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 I just love them so much. Awesome relationship mm-hmm. goals. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. yes. Yeah. So I think their strength too was just that element of play that we talked about with like a Mike and Woody, how they were just like they just had a good time doing like the basic stuff. And I think that's the same vibe we get from Bennett and Amelia too. It's just refreshing. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is, that's the whole point of being in a relationship, I think. It's like, uh, it it brings more joy, more happiness, more like all the stupid moments where if you're by yourself, just like cutting up a sweet potato, suddenly that's hilarious and like a, a bit with someone around you. Like, it's just like all the dumb little stuff yeah. that adds up to just making life better. They yeah. seem to get that. Yeah. Being able to grocery shop together or whatever mundane task that sucks. And mm-hmm. why am I grocery shopping is fun to some people, I'm sure. But um... <laughs> we got into grocery delivery and are never turning back. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going back. <laughs> Although the way you put your hands up, are you a fan of grocery shopping that I mistakenly? <laughs> I think it can be super romantic sometimes. Like, okay, have you never, like, at midnight gone out to a grocery store with your partner and just been like, we're going to walk through every single aisle, you know, chip aisle, cookie aisle. We can pick something if we want, but, like, we have to walk through every single one and just, you know, kind of see what we want and check it out. And, uh, yeah, it can be really kind of fun. That sounds super adorable. It's like a midnight date. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It is, yeah. Might even see an artichoke live. Like, anybody going to catch that reference from Miles and Karen? He saw an artichoke. He's like, I've never seen one of these live. <laughs> that was a deep cut. I missed that one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. It took me a second to remember about that, but I was like, oh, yeah, it happened. Am I allowed to be drunk <laughs> during this shopping? <laughs> the grocery shop. Because I, I then I would like be um, peckish and be like, "Ooh, these chips look delicious!" <laughs> whatever random thing I find mm-hmm. in the store, I think that would be. I mean, I think it's more fun whatever you decide to do with it, right? Whether it's getting drunk or also just like you know the onesie twosies. You don't you don't do this every single week and make it this drunken <laughs> grocery. Mm-hmm. But hey, you yeah, you go. That does sound like a really fun event, though. You're right. Okay. I take that back, grocery stores of America. You're okay. (laughs) All right. Before we go, I kind of want to talk about, we have season 12 coming up real soon. We're inching closer and closer. Um, I kind of want to hear what you guys are excited for, because there are some changes that are coming through. So Gabby, what are, or, or what, if anything, are you excited for, for season 12 coming up? Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Virginia and Eric in particular. Um, not to get too into specifics, but I think Virginia is giving me a whole bunch of question marks and I'm a little bit nervous. Um, you know, she has said in the past that she is self-sabotaging. So I'm curious to see what that means for Eric. And he's the pilot, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, I believe so. Interesting. Yeah, that will be interesting. And he's also the one who is divorced. I think so, yeah. Because he's the pilot. Yeah. 
the pilot. Where I can look it up one moment. Yep. So divorced pirate, pirate. <laughs> Oops. Pirate. Yes. Arr. That's even more interesting if he's a divorced pirate. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. So di yes, yes, divorced yes. pilot Eric uh -huh. wants to find love again with account coordinator Virginia. She's he is thirty four. She is twenty six. Right. So that was the other yeah. thing. Thank you. Uh, because there's mm -hmm. that age difference mm -hmm. as well that I'm a little yeah. bit worried about. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mabel, what about you? Um, I'm really excited that this is a Dominican on the show. <laughs> That's my peoples. Um, the one thing though, I, I'm also just excited that they do have, um, someone who's divorced in the show just because like, I think previous seasons, this, I don't know if it's the experts. I don't know if it's the producers. I don't know if it's the whole show. They have a lot of things that they just like assume that's going to make a successful marriage. It seems, um, obviously the show is heterosexual, um, making sure, you know, they want kids, um, people who there hasn't been a whole lot of interracial uh, marriages in the show. Um, no one who's been divorced. And it's just like, there's a lot of these, like too much structure to what is supposed to make it work. I'm just like, that's not how life is. Like you can't, you know, cook and cut into what mm -hmm. you want it to look like and make it work. Um, so I'm excited to see a little bit differences um, with that. The one thing though, um, I was mm, underwhelmed by how all the guys are older than all of the girls. And it's just like, in that sense seems um, stereotypical. Hmm. And cause like, I feel like a lot of seasons we've seen lately, especially have at least one couple that's like young, same age, and, you know, we, they have the different dynamic there. Um, so, I mean, I think that'll be interesting to see. I guess they're just like, you know, seeing what works and seeing what doesn't. They're seeing previous couples, what is the recipe success and what's not. I don't know. But. You know, actually, Vincent, who is a Dominican participant you're talking about, he is a year younger than Brianna, his match. Oh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. So that'll be. I think that's kind of nice to get people like in the same age range because you kind of like avoid some of the like common pitfalls. But yeah, totally on board with what you're saying. I've kind of mentioned this before we started recording, but I'm I'm hoping for you that he's the best because if he's trifling out here, <laughs> the jokes are gonna fly. Like uh, it's gonna be a lot of jokes about Dominicans. So I'm I'm hoping, and I'm sure he'll be great. Um, also, with, uh, I will still defend him to the team. I will still. He will be my Zach this season. <laughs> Let's hope he's not as bad as he is. It's also going to be a lot more plantains this season than there have been in previous seasons. All right. That's it. That's all my Dominican jokes. And now, um, don't be mean. You like, you know, you like plantains, though. Plantanos. Plantanos. Oh my gosh. I don't know. Platino power. Okay. Um, uh, well, in terms of what I'm excited for, uh, the divorced couple, I think that's going to be very interesting, um, or divorcee there. I think that could be nice. Um, but my, the blindfolds, I think is an interesting touch. Um, it does, it does make it seem a lot more showy. Um, and some of our favorites, some of my favorite scenes have been like, when their person is walking down the aisle and you get to like see their reaction to their person, their new person walking down, we're not going to get that um, with the blindfolds, but um, I don't know. I think that's a cool touch. I think that's, that's fun. Um, 
I'm also interested to see how the filming, you know, we're still in this pandemic. So Mm -hmm. I'm interested to see how that affects the filming process. Um, I think with previous season, uh, season 11, you know, it caught them off guard. So they had to do a lot of things that they probably wouldn't have preferred. But now that we are, we know how this pandemic works. I'm interested to see now some of our favorite scenes, some of my favorite scenes again, have been like them meeting friends, them having a big wedding. Like, I don't know if we're still going to get that. So seeing how they can, if they are able to recreate that and um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm interested. Yeah. It's, it's definitely a lot of things to coordinate, <laughs> keeping it yeah. safe and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I think for me, um, I noticed that in the very short bios that we get of the couples and like the press release, it sounds like two of the couples, um, the men in the partnership are really gung ho about having children right away. And I'm interested to see how that's going to play out with um, their partners and like how they feel about that. Because I think Sometimes that can put a lot of unnecessary pressure early on if it's like, hey, we got to get this going because trying to have baby soon. Like, <laughs> so those conversations are always really, really interesting to me of how people yeah. navigate that um, as they're starting to build a relationship from nothing. <laughs> so I think that'll be interesting to see. So lots of stuff to look forward to. I think it's going to be a good season. Yeah. I, um, the trailer did scare me. I kind of, <laughs> mention this uh it's very reality tv like mm-hmm. um but yeah you know and i i think not to speak for us all but i think the things that we enjoyed about it is how real the show feels as opposed to some other reality tv shows so but it's the trailer right so i get you're trying to get people hooked into this new people they already got us they're trying to get new people into the married at first sight world so i'm hoping once we get the actual episodes. It's a lot more you know, wholesome and more about making it work. And we get all the Pastor Cowell and Dr. Viviana and Dr. Pepper um, advice and whatnot. But yeah, the, the trailer, it felt like they did the thing about, oh, she's pregnant. I'm like, how, how they've been telling these couples to wear protection and nope. It's amazing how many couples are like, oh, what? We, we did not do that. If if someone got pregnant, be, mm, mm, just, what did you think of that, Gabby? What was your take? <laughs> um, you know, the whole preview for it, um, I think my word for it was sensationalized. Mm. It, it just seemed so over the top, like it was out just to get people's to hook their interest. But, you know, it almost seems like it will be a bait and switch. Because hopefully it will be kind of what we're accustomed to. And I think was drawn us to merit at first sight in the first place. Um, that more wholesome quality that people are actually looking for their forever partner, right? Um, but I don't know. There was something about it that just screamed, are you throwing a total red herring at us? Or what is going on here? Like, is this actually you telling us? that one of the couples is pregnant at this point and you then see someone who's going like this. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. so I, I just, I feel bad for them if that's the reaction to it. But um, 
I'm curious to see what happens. I'm hoping for the best, but preparing at this point for the worst. <laughs> I don't know. Like the pregnancy thing, they if they're still keeping the eight weeks, it's like how are you even gonna be that sure if you even if you had sex in the honeymoon, like the wedding night, like two months later, like that's a very quick turnaround to be sure that that person is pregnant. Like I think it's you would scary. know though. You would know within two months if you're pregnant. Yeah, I mean, well, you, you wouldn't know. be sure, though. So you may have suspicions. I mean, you may have, like, tested if you're, like, got, like done a pregnancy test. Yeah. But, like, it's still really early to know for also, sure. Also, it could be an ex. Yeah, that's be- what I was going to say is oh, that yeah. one of these ladies could oh. be pregnant going into it and not realize it. And then that happens. I don't know. I, I, I feel like my suspicion is that this is one of the guys talking about a past relationship that like talking about like why he wanted to be on the show and stuff. And it's something that's in the past that's done with, that's not affecting their life anymore. And they're just like, I think they call it Franken biting on Reddit about like putting together mm-hmm. these sound bites to make it sound like one yeah. thing where like, they don't have the camera on someone as they're saying the words. So it's kind of like stitched together and then they show other things while they're talking. This feels like that to me. I just, yeah. I don't, I don't want to take the bait. It's so clickbaity. I'm just like, nah, well, We'll see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or even like a family member, like what if one of the siblings, you know, is pregnant? It's totally irrelevant to them. Yeah. People do. Mm-hmm. Oopsie babies are a plenty out here. I just, you know, insane. <laughs> it might happen. Yeah, Me no, either. yeah. 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 Well, we just want to thank you so much again for spending some time with us today, Gabby. We so much appreciate it. It's almost, it's always fun to, hang out with another Married at First Sight fan. Um, If folks want to see more about you and what you do, where are all the places that you exist on the internet? (laughs) You can find me um, on YouTube at Gabriella Elizabeth Murray, Reality TV Reviews, also on Instagram and Twitter. Y'all got to get on Twitter. Um, You can find me at Phoenix Gem. Um, This was so awesome. It was a pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me. And we will link all your info in our description. Um, So yeah, until next time, thank you everyone for joining us. This has been Cup of Three plus Gabriella Elizabeth Marie. (laughs) And we are, yeah, we'll we'll see you next time for season 12 and all the whatever happens then. (laughs) I was going to say the chaos, but that seems a little preemptive. There's always one train, right? (laughs) Couple. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. There's not going to be this many.